What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Cassat, and you're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 52. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. What's up, man? So I guess this is like our official year episode, yeah. our anniversary year episode. I, I, For whatever reason, I have the stupid thought in my head all the time that there's 53 weeks in a year, but it's definitely 52. So, Ethan? <laughs> Poor Ethan. <laughs> no, um, he did. He did message me a, a couple questions about football uh, the other day. So e- Ethan's always coming at me with some wild questions, but I told him <laughs> to expect it right back when uh, when NASCAR season starts. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, one year of stolen gimmicks. Um, pretty pretty fucking wild, honestly. I I can't believe that. I was thinking that, like, oh, we could do this for a year or maybe a year. And see if we get no, I don't see us stopping. I, I'm enjoying this. Um, because every podcast I've ever started, I've ended it within I think the highest I ever got was 12 episodes. And it, it's nice to get on every week, talk pro wrestling, and yeah, I, I enjoy it. Um Yeah. The so. biggest thing is that we're doing this for us. We're not I mean, yes, we're doing it to to hopefully one day get a following and and a big audience and what have you. But this is also, to me, my personal like storage of my thoughts on wrestling at the time. Mm-hmm. It's like a time capsule, yeah, for myself. That that's my, the way I look at it in my head. In fifty years, we'll go back and listen to us and be like, "Wow, those fucking yeah. marks." Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll think, man. I wonder what I thought in the lead up to WrestleMania forty, and I'll go listen, and I'll like, well, I was a dumbass, so. I like how I, I'm saying I'm going to make it 50 years. I doubt I make it to 30 at this point. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And what a wild fucking week uh, for our one year anniversary show. Um, I, we can actually just get right into it after we plug our link tree here. Uh, go check out our link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash stolen gimmicks. All of our social media and uh, T-shirt store. Go check that out. And let's get into some wrestling here. Um, last night. We had a press event for the WWE for WrestleMania kickoff in Las Vegas, where the Super Bowl's at. All the media was there. So WWE's like, let's capitalize on that. Um, and they did. It was, I thought it was very exciting. We had The Rock, Roman Reigns, uh, Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair, Seth Rollins, Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch. I thought this was a really fun show. Um, the Rock comes in last week on SmackDown. Cody Rhodes kind of seemingly gives up his Royal Rumble win. And it, it's teased that we're getting The Rock versus Roman. Um, the fucking internet freaks out like they always do. Hashtag we want Cody uh, trending worldwide for three or four days straight. And yeah, what was your initial thoughts when this happened on uh, SmackDown last week? Um. I was a little confused. Yeah, me too. Because after the Rumble, uh, Cody did a lot of gesturing towards Roman's press box. Mm-hmm. Um, he was mouthing the words that I want you, WrestleMania, Roman. Like he, he, everything pointed towards Cody and Roman. 
at WrestleMania 40, and I, then I, The Rock comes out on SmackDown, and I'm a little taken aback by the little conversation, and then Cody walks out with the sad face, and it left me with more questions than answers, mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah, for sure, and the internet was not having it. It's kind of crazy seeing The Rock come in, and everyone hate the idea of The Rock versus Roman, a dream match that people have had for years, finally looking like it's going to happen, and the internet loses their fucking mind. Um we get to Raw. Cody still doesn't make his decision, so people are a little bit faithful, um, are hopeful. I think they're faithful, too, for the Cody. Uh, but, um, yeah, Raw didn't really answer questions. We got Drew McIntyre in the mix. By the way, Drew McIntyre as a heel, I think he's fucking awesome right now, and I want to see him with a world title ASAP. Um, but, yeah. It, is he, or is he just the like flavor of the week? Because I've already seen Maybe. people turning on our truth <laughs> And, and saying that they're they're getting bored of him being all over the show with Judgment Day, like I feel like once a month there's some act in WWE mm-hmm. that gets hot, white hot for like a couple weeks, and then gets instantly cooled off just by the crowd themselves for whatever reason. Like LA Knight, don't get me wrong, is still over, mm-hmm. but definitely not as over as he was like six months ago. Like there oh, was a absolutely. point in time where LA Knight was more over than Cody for like a few weeks, not not yeah. very long. But there for a few weeks, it seemed like he was the most over person in wrestling. I I don't understand why the WWE always has these little like things like their crowd just gets infatuated with like one person for like Mm -hmm. a week or two. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe maybe Drews will stick, but yeah, I mean, that probably happens in all of wrestling. I mean, I would say definitely does but i I get what you're saying i really like drew right now i i think it's cool i've been wanting to turn heel for a good while and he he's he's playing the role very well um but anyways cody rhodes still not making his decision we know that there's a press event in las vegas coming up uh we get to thursday which was yesterday at this point um and the rocks on the pat mcafee show talking shit he says he's his camp for wrestlemania started the rock is wrestling at wrestlemania and then he like cuts this heel promo on Cody, but then he like kind of. I have says, not seen this, by the way. Oh, it was great. It, I loved it. It kind of made me excited for the potential of what's going to happen. And he calls him Cody Crybabies, and... which sucks, by the way. That oh, is, yeah. that is so Goofy. lame. That is that's some bi- <laughs> that's some Brian. Uh, what's his name? Gewertz. dude. That is some of his like cornball <laughs> rock uh, promo stuff. Yeah, like. Come on, Rock clearly has not switched up his humor at no. all in like thirty years. Like we really think Cody Crybabies is gonna work. Like it's only funny because it's ironic to say. Mm-hmm. I only find it funny because I like to to say it in my head. Like I could never imagine going to a show and chanting Cody Crybabies. No, um, but but the Rock cut this little heel promo and then he like kind of laughs and it's like see like that that kind of stuff's fun like then he plays like the rock i'm like huh i kind of want him to be a heel now <laughs> and um we get to the press event last night and um roman reigns comes out says that i picked the well, rock before that we had bianca promoting her new tv show with Mo- with montez and we also had uh what something with ria and uh becky yeah um yeah I, so, I, I kind of skimmed through that in mm-hmm. the press conference, but I did see that they were out there. I know I watched a little bit of the Bianca thing and I got bored. So I started skimming towards the it, end of the thing. So. Yeah. 
I, I was going to get to that, but yeah, let's just talk about the press event. They were just kind of like parading the wrestlers around saying, yeah, look, this is what we have coming in the next two, three months. And Bianca came out and hyped up her show that's on Hulu. I watched the first episode, not for me, um, but I could see it's like a total like diva style thing, yeah, or what? yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, but it, I mean, it's cool, but it, it's not something I'm gonna sure. watch the whole thing. Um, so I understand why she was there. Then Rhea Ripley comes out, and then Becky Lynch comes out to face up with uh Rhea Ripley. Uh, Rhea Ripley has Nia Jax at the Elimination Chamber. Becky Lynch is the first person in the Elimination Chamber, um, and the winner of that Elimination Chamber will face Rhea at WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. we got Becky and Rhea face-to-face. It was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, then Seth Rollins comes out and tries to get Cody to come out. Roman comes out and saying, uh, says that Cody took his time, and now I get to pick who my opponent is, and then he picks The Rock. The Rock comes out, and The Rock, he just does the rock shit but then he i really like this part where he goes i'm going to show you guys something you might not like it but you're damn sure going to respect it and then he shows the bloodlines family tree on this giant ass video board which is just everyone in this fucking family tree and it it's pretty crazy to look at um and i thought this was really cool and he's like this match is for this and it it's very weird that like it was kind of built on respect and they shake hands and it looks like the match is going to happen. Uh, the rock versus Roman reigns. Like I said before, dream match for a lot. Um, but then Cody Rhodes comes out and says, this is bullshit. And basically said, I'm well, he didn't basically, he said it. I pick Roman reigns and the rocks pissed off. Uh, Roman's pissed off and Roman starts talking shit. On Dusty, Cody says, your ancestors would be ashamed of you both. The Rock gets pissed off, slaps the shit out of Cody Rhodes, and all hell breaks loose. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> the road to WrestleMania is going to be a fucking roller coaster ride. Uh, what are you thinking so far? I feel like I it's, just over-explained that, but also didn't explain it's all right. it for me, For <laughs> me, it's a roller coaster ride that has more valleys than peaks and and that's me being brutally honest um so far i found the build now get granted we have two months till wrestlemania so things can become a lot more clear but so far i feel like this build has been very confusing Mm -hmm. hard to follow um i still don't know what the hell is going on maybe we'll learn something tonight on smackdown but i don't really understand the whole point of especially the SmackDown business uh, last week with mm-hmm. Cody kind of just giving his spot to the rock. And then they come out to the press conference and all of a sudden Cody wants it back. So, and also hold on, hold on. Uh, and also Roman <laughs> is <laughs> I, hold on. I listened for like five minutes. Do you explain the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, also, so Cody comes out and he's like, well, I want my spot back. And Roman was like, well, you hesitated. So I, it's my it's mine now. Like, Cody yeah. still won the Rumble. He gets to make his formal decision. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, I get that Roman's just being a heel, but he doesn't look like a heel. He looks like a dumbass for assuming that he just gets to decide who his opponent is, um, which is fine. I don't, I don't hate that part. But my biggest thing is why the hell did they have Seth standing out there looking like a dumbass the whole time just getting cucked mm. by the other three yeah like he looked like the least most least important main top star ever 
Like he he's the fourth wheel in this in this entire thing. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand why he was there. Um, it also makes Cody look like an idiot for the whole SmackDown thing because now he's wanting it back. Roman looks like a bitch because Rock totally big brothered him. Yeah, like I don't. I could already tell that there's they're still planting seeds for Rock and Roman. Obviously, oh absolutely. But are are we are we headed towards a Rock and Roman versus Seth and Cody tag match at some point. Like that's what it feels like for sure. Okay, so I just don't understand how we got to this press conference and and left it at, at the same time. In my opinion, with all four guys looking worse. So I genuinely think opinion. I genuinely think that they were going to do Rock versus Roman, and then yeah. when the internet cried out and said we want Cody. They pivoted. And I think there's going to be moments in this where it looks like it's going to be Rock versus Roman, but then Cody earns his title shot back. I I don't I think the Rock, he definitely is a heel now. He made that very clear. He was swearing um backstage at Triple H. I I love this whole thing, honestly. It Which, is a little Rock confusing. being a heel isn't what I would do, but I don't hate that. I feel like I think that, that can that. work. It, yeah. it, they they wouldn't have had to do that if Cody wasn't in the picture. Like if Cody wasn't in the picture, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, hey, uh, like see, all of this would have been fixed if you just didn't have Cody winning the Rumble. Like yeah. if you would have had Gunther win the Rumble, in my if you didn't want to do CM Punk, and it's great that he didn't win because he got injured anyways. Yeah. Um. But say for example, you have Gunther win the Rumble, obviously challenges Seth. There's that setup. Okay. Then then you could have had um. Uh, the Rock win, win the Rumble. Rock challenges Roman. Rock's mm-hmm. the face going in. Cody could do something different. Like there was not a huge uh out. Like Cody's been treading water for a while. There wasn't this huge outpouring for Cody has to win the Rumble and has to go back to WrestleMania. Like there was, but at the same time, we knew that Roman and Rock was kind of, kind of hinted at and kind of um speculated on mm-hmm. and reported that it might happen. So. I think that they could have avoided all this by having a different Rumble winner. They kind of pigeonholed themselves by having Cody win the Rumble because now you're stuck. He has to be in a title match at WrestleMania. And what does yeah. Roman have? The title. So I, I don't. I, I, I think that they kind of created this problem on their own, and they should have sucked. They should have seen this coming, in my opinion. There is so many. Um, wasn't the plan, but it also oh, it makes me feel like it was the plan the whole time was to have this little saga uh, trying to get Cody to be this super baby face again, which I don't think they needed because um, he's fucking Cody Rhodes. He could have got over. Yeah, he's already mega but over. I feel like this did help bump Cody up a little bit because like you said, he was kind of on this down spiral where he wasn't as popular as he was now. Well, I think I, he's so popular. He was just oh, yeah. treading water, especially with yeah. like after the Brock stuff and and especially for the last like however long with Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely just been like treading water. They don't mm-hmm. really know where he's going or what to do. They were just killing time until yeah. till the road to WrestleMania, which is fine, but that's just where he was. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different reports out that are saying this was the plan the whole time. Um they were actually gonna do Rock versus Roman and like, but apparently The Rock said that he was going to do the match on January fourth. But then, why would Cody win the Rumble? Um, and then people said that, oh, when CM Punk got injured and Brock Lesnar's out of the picture, now Rock wants to save WrestleMania. 
there's so many conflicting reports that I don't yeah. know what to And believe. I guess Brock was going to be in the Rumble, and eventually he was going to be challenging Gunther at WrestleMania, which was speculated. So my Gunther-Rumble win idea was kind of shot dead there. Yeah. But I, I just think that there was many other ways to go about this, and you went with the most confusing one, in my yeah. opinion. Like, I, I don't think it's now – like they announced it is Cody versus Roman. The Rock's yeah. very pissed off that Cody came out and did that, but Cody had every right to do it. Um, and now The Rock's pissed that Cody talked shit on his family, which he really didn't. He just said your fucking no. ancestors would be ashamed of you. If anything, he's talking shit about your actions. Well, um, they talk shit on Dusty first. Exactly. He literally said he's like, irrelevant. But I don't know. I, I'm con- I'm really excited. I like the way the fucking press conference went. It definitely left us with more questions than answers, but it's pro wrestling, and I feel like that's okay. We have SmackDown tonight to hopefully answer more questions, and we have a two-month build until the match. So, yeah. I like I said, I think it's going to be a roller coaster, ups and downs. It's going to be really fucking exciting. Um, well, and hopefully tra- they start to get something concrete and get some yeah. flow going. Because right now it's leaving a lot of people confused. I I know that that this press presser I I hate to call it a press conference because it wasn't. I guess it was just it's a press, a press event, event because they okay. had they had like um interview a- areas like after or before the show the press were interviewing the, some of the wrestlers. That's why they called oh, it a press okay. event. But yeah, it was free. This to is like answer, the first yeah. time. Well, I, they also had like premium packages where you yeah. pay like two grand and you get like talk to Cody or something weird. Yeah. Um, I I just think that this was the first time that they ever did this type of thing. And, and I'm not sure that this couldn't have been like on Raw. Like I, I, I'm not trying to be like mm-hmm. Debbie Downer about it. And I get why they did it, the Super Bowl and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it was kind of weird to have a super, WrestleMania kickoff in February when WrestleMania is not till April. And you would think that you would have like UFC to, has these type of oppressed events, but it's not until like fight week. So yeah. why why couldn't we have waited until we had angles set in place and we could have shot really fun content the week of WrestleMania instead I, of two months yeah. away, which I I don't hate it. It's just different. I think it was cool the way they did it because, oh, look, The Rock entered the picture. Let's do a huge fucking press event. The site of the Super Bowl, while all the press is in the area there's so many fans in the area let's do it there it is two months out but guess what we have two months to build we have all these other shows to promote i i think it was genius honestly and i, I liked it a lot and but, but i want to know what would you do let's say you're booking the rest of this little saga here what are you doing um i know what i'm doing but I'll, i want to i want to hear what you would do <sighs> I haven't really given it a ton of thought, so mm-hmm. bear with me here. Sure. Um, I, I'm really just letting them – I'm really just seeing how it goes and and mm-hmm. just letting them do what they do. But I think that the way you go here is you have a Cody – I don't think that The Rock in a singles match – I don't think The Rock is ready for a singles match, to be honest, by WrestleMania mm-hmm. time. I think putting him in that tag match would be the best-case scenario. But also, how healthy is Seth? Is he able yeah. to work a tag match and a singles? Hypothetically, if everybody can do any anything, we'll do um, Seth and Cody yep. versus uh, Rock and Roman. But I would also, I've also seen some speculation on what if we got St- Steve Austin involved instead mm-hmm. of Seth? Like if Seth is hurt and you just want him to have his world title match, you could do Seth and Stone Cold as like a super face team. 
against uh, Roman and Rock. Tons of he, history. Cody and Stone Cold. Yes, yes. Okay. Cody and, and, and Stone Cold. Cody too many and Stone people Cold. involved. <laughs> Way too many people involved. Um, Cody and Stone Cold versus Roman and Rock because both have history. Both are like, these are both big time rivalries in the WWE history. So mm-hmm. I think that <clears throat> that you could do that at, at WrestleMania like night one or something. And then night sure. two, you could do the Cody Roman match. Now will mm-hmm. Roman work two matches in two, in two nights like that? Eh, probably. And it, it protects both guys because both guys would come in at, uh, at the same, like you're not having Roman yeah. work two matches. Cody only work one. I hate when people speculate on that because that makes Cody look weaker. If he beats Roman after Roman's mm-hmm. already had a match, Sure, you know, you know what I mean? So I, I, I would like the idea of both of them working a tag match and it's mainstream because you get rock and stone cold involved. Like that's going to bring in a lot of eyeballs Absolutely. and they don't have to do the heavy lifting. Cody and Roman can kind of, you know, do some, some heavy lifting, but at the same time, you run the risk of doing what AEW did and exposing your champion and your number one contender early in the night. And, and then by the main event of night two, I mean, people will still care, but the, mm-hmm. some of the wind will be let out of the sails because they've already seen them sure. wrestle the night before. I, so, yeah, I think it, it helps a little bit that it's separate nights and there's a lot of people who are only going to one night versus the other. So that means yes. that everybody gets to see Cody and Roman. I think that's cool. Yes. Um, kind of like what they did with Steve Austin um, a couple couple years ago where he had the match, but then he also had a fun segment the next night. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I like the idea of Steve Austin in there for sure. Um, but yeah. Then, then night two, night two, you could have Austin and if, hypothetically, this is all, this is all probably sure. stupid and won't happen. But hypothetically on night two, you could have Austin and Cody's corner rocking in Roman's corner for the sole reason of, uh, for one, keeping Solo the hell out of the out of the way with his damn hoodie on, uh, keeping Jimmy Uso out of the way, you know, it, keep ringside clear, and then at the end, you could have Rock turn on Roman and set up a Rock and Roman match eventually, yeah. even after Cody went like. Rock could be disappointed in the in the family or s- something. You could have something, and and it, you could do a double turn, and not double turn, but you could have a uh, Rock turn face at the at, after the match if if you have Rock turn on on Roman, you know, you could have, you know, there's a lot of ways that this could go, and that's that's the thing. There's so much that we don't know, and with it being so confusing, that it really isn't leading me any direction. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I have no idea how this goes. So yeah. The, the way I would do it, um, I would have a tag team match the, the night one. Uh, mm-hmm. Ideally, I would do that in Australia at Elimination Chamber. Um, but night one, I think, works. But you, way, so you're having Seth in the tag match, I assume? I guess. But I, I do like your idea of Stone Cold. I, is, I is, cool. is Seth going to be able to work that that soon? Because, I mean, he's injured. He hasn't worked for a while. And that's sooner than Mania. Yeah. Uh, but also, I feel like the heels uh roman and rock would win that match yes um i'm not sure what kind of like there might be like some kind of stipulation in there where it's like oh cody needs to win to get his match i don't know but i feel like the, the if if cody's going over roman i feel like roman has to go over cody the first night or mm. but i feel like seth rollins would take the pin and i don't think that's fair to him right now like, no, like he's said, already he, been screwed yeah. in the in the entire storyline so far. Unless you and, and I don't like this either, but unless you somehow have Rock and Roman win, that way Cody can't challenge Roman, so he loses his Rumble spot, which is bullshit in the first yeah, place. No. Um, 
then you would have Rocket Roman, and it would also set up Seth and Cody, especially if Seth ate the pin. So, I mean, you could do that, but it would suck ass. That's mm-hmm. my opinion on that. What I This is what I want. I want The Rock wrestling okay. in a tag team match. Uh, but night two, it's Roman versus Cody. Mm-hmm. Rock is in Roman's, like he's in the bloodline. He He's there to support uh, Roman. Doesn't necessarily need to be ringside, but he probably will be. Roman Reign loses to Cody Rhodes. The yeah. Rock is pissed. You, yes. you lost. You say you're the tribal chief. Well, I'm taking over. The Rock takes over the bloodline, rebuilds the bloodline with Roman there. Roman's going to let him. Gets Jay back in it too. Sure, yeah. Um, and then it just eventually Roman has enough. And I think this could be a, a, a way to turn Roman face where the yes. Rock – the Rock is this heel, takes over the bloodline, pisses off Roman, and this leads to a huge fucking WrestleMania 41 main event. So basically what I said <laughs> as far as the night two thing goes, my yeah. the only difference is my plan included Austin. Yeah. So I But yeah, I, I would I would have Rock I would have Rock turn on Roman because Roman loses. Mm-hmm. Uh Rock is pissed. Rock is mega heel, turns Roman face. I like your idea of having Roman or having Rock build the bloodline back up uh even take screw it take paul Heyman away from roman take everything and have roman be a, a mega face trying to take down not only the new head of the table but head of the board at tko like it yeah you know like if rock would have literally have all the power so mm-hmm. i'm really excited to see the rock as a heel and I think he's going to play into the fact that he is on the board of TKO because Seth Rollins said that you think you're a, you're just because you're a board member you can and like all that kind of shit. Then the Rock getting in Triple H's face. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Um, I know you said that it was kind of like super and it was kind of confusing, but I think I I think that's good. I I think it's 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 a wild fucking ride. No, and, hold on, hold on. I mean, so I, by I, Jordan I, standards, confusing, convoluted makes no sense. Equals good. Sorry, I just had to throw that out. No, there. I think it makes perfectly. I think it made sense. Like they showed. Oh, Cody took his fucking shot. It's Cody versus Roman. The Rock's pissed off. I don't think it's that confusing. But I it do. Would, it would make total sense if SmackDown didn't happen. SmackDown. That SmackDown segment has thrown a wrench into this entire thing I, so far. I think it helps a lot that Cody didn't say, I- I'm taking Seth Rollins. He never said that. Then he said, I, he changed his mind. And he, he can do that. He, like, they didn't make the, the match official, like him versus Seth official. He said, no, I'm picking Roman. I'm taking Roman. We had our talk, but no, I'm taking Roman. I, I like it. I, 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 I'm I excited to see where it goes. But yeah. All right. Believe we'll it or see. not, there's more to talk about. <laughs> but yeah. I that was like... definitely the big, the big um, piece of the week was that press conference. You know, the, it was a much bigger story than the Vince stuff. You know, we get. I love how WWE quickly had some like monumental WrestleMania thing happen. That way, they could kind of get away from the bad publicity, which was smart. I, I think get that was by design. I think that was by design. Yes, absolutely. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see where it goes tonight. SmackDown. Um. We'll talk about it next week. But yeah, it's a developing story. <laughs> Um, like i said before Rhea versus naya is at chamber becky lynch is in the chamber um so I, it's looking like becky versus Rhea at wrestlemania and i i like that i like it yeah um i i think the only thing that kind of no i i yeah i guess it would be because i was thinking what does bianca do um by wrestlemania time do we somehow get her involved but i think 
Bianca and Jade is kind of the way that they could go still. Yeah, Bianca but is in I thought a- I thought Jade was going to be present at the conference or at the press event and convert and confront uh Bianca. I yeah. that's why I was watching the Bianca thing. And yeah. I got pretty disappointed when she was just plugging her TV show. I mean, good for her. That's great. But I wanted to see Jade get in her face. Yeah, so. Jade was there and Jade was doing interviews with the press. Um, mm. It seems like the press got Seth Rollins, Jade Cargill, and um, Becky Lynch. And I think they were expecting to actually be able to talk to Triple H, The Rock. They did not, which is kind of funny. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I think Bianca is going to be involved with Jade, whether it's a tag team match or one-on-one singles match. It, but yeah. I'm excited for Jade Cargill. I I don't know where she comes in. I I, I want to suggest she should be in the chamber match, but I don't think she'd win it. Um, so I don't think she should be in the chamber match. So right. I don't know. I could see her debut. Yeah, I think I think Becky. I think Becky's definitely winning the chamber and challenging uh, Rhea Ripley. So yeah. and I think that's a big match. Um, yep. The other women's championship match has been made official. Uh, Bailey has picked EO Sky. Um, I, I like the segment on SmackDown where Bailey kind of she said, "Oh, I know you guys are talking shit on me." It kind of came out of nowhere too. Uh, they did this little like backstage segment where she was watching them talk, and then she when she came out, she kind of proved that she knows a little bit of Japanese and she knows what they've been saying about her. Um, so Bailey yeah, versus I, I like it. Yeah, they've been they've been planting seeds that that slowly and s- slowly, especially when Oscar joined, they've kind of been pushing Bailey out. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where Dakota Kai is going to be. Like, I don't know what side she'll be on. If she'll side with Bailey or with uh, um, EO and the Kabuki Warriors. But yeah. um, I guess we'll see. That story is also still developing. I I found it hilarious how fake the uh, pipes were that uh, <laughs> that they were using on SmackDown. Um, Are you saying anyways. wrestling? Are you saying wrestling's fake? Well, it's not. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, Bailey versus Io, I think that'll be a really good match. I I don't like WWE. They're not really pushing Bailey. Like she won the fucking Rumble. Why wasn't she there last night? Like, just, yeah, uh, she definitely should have had some sort of presence. I would have liked to see Gunther do something there. Yeah, like, like, I, but I understand at the same time the big thing that they cared about was Rock and and Roman. Yeah. They didn't want. They didn't want. You know, a three-hour uh, Tony Khan media scrum type of yeah. situation. Also, how about CM Punk on the the little panel they had? He That's was cool. Funny. I'd like to see him. I'm glad that he's doing more while he's injured. You know, mm-hmm. keeps him fresh on everybody's mind. Keeps him doing something. Fightful reported that they want him to do commentary while he's out. Um, be. Yeah, I don't know what show that would be on, but I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Be interesting. Uh, we but failed I- to mention also. Um, I'd like to bring it up now in the in the uh, press event before they um, started talking to everybody. Michael Cole brought up the WWE speed thing that we talked about um, mm-hmm. weeks, I guess, almost months ago. Uh, it's like five minute little matches that'll be on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, so, that'll be cool. Yeah, we don't we don't know much about it, but it, it, I guess it'll be filmed or taped before like a smackdown or something and there'll be like five minute time limit matches that you can kind of watch on uh twitter i'd, I'd assume it's going to be other places too like tiktok yeah. or whatever but i but, have that yeah, later bite-sized things so oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just remembered it from the press conference and i was like oh i remember michael cole saying that so that's kind of neat i thought i 
I hadn't heard anything about that in a while, yeah. so I didn't know that that was coming up. Yeah, X tweeted about it today, and they had like Cody Rhodes as like the the guy on it. I, <laughs> this is definitely going to be like lower mid card people. Um, but oh it'd be- yeah, it's definitely going to be like it. it it's got to be something like oh man, I'm trying to think of how how low could we go. It's going to be like Zoe Stark and Zia Lee. Yeah, in I like think, a five minute match, you know. I think the first one they recorded was um, Bronson Reed versus Nathan Frazier. Okay, like, but Bronson Reed should be a bigger deal. Ah. Yeah, I, I I just love Bronson Reed. I wish that he'd get a a bigger push than he has. Yeah, but it would be yeah, cool to see Cody Rhodes do one, like just come out and have a five minute match. But I and, and if any main main event guy would do it, it would be Cody Rhodes. Um, eh, I could see if Seth was healthy, I could see him doing one. Yeah. I'd like to see them do that. Uh, why yeah. not? It's a five minute well, match. You, you if know. you remember, Undertaker was on the first episode of Superstars back in the day. <laughs> yeah, and then it went downhill from there. Yeah, um, I think he wrestled Matt Hardy or something. Jeez. So. Um, but yeah. Um, tonight on SmackDown, we got DIY versus Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. The winner goes to the Elimination Chamber to face um, the Judgment Day for the tag titles. That is going mm. probably going to be a good match. <laughs> who do you who do you want to win that one? Um, probably Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate because DIY has already wrestled them, and sure. it's, a, it's it's a fresh matchup. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, this is a match that I I don't have any clue who's who's winning or what's going to happen in terms of of at chamber. Like I I don't know. This could go either way. Um, mm-hmm. there has been no inclination on who's probably going to win. So I don't know. I'll tell you what, it's time to split up the fucking tag titles. <laughs> like, Absolutely. It's been time. It's yeah. been time for for over a year now. I just don't uh, understand why they haven't. Like I guess because they're on on the on heels right now. It's yeah. a lot easier to split titles if they're on uh face champions. It's a lot or, easier to explain. Yeah. Or do what um, they did because, with Roman and fucking combine those two into a new title and then introduce a new set to the other brand. Yeah, like, you could. But it if if you had them on faces, literally all you'd have to say is we want we want all of our tag teams to to succeed and we want to give other teams a chance to blah 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 whatever that they could mm-hmm. keep the one set and defend them on whatever show you know it's a lot easier to do with a with face champions and maybe that's the holdup mm-hmm. but I also I really don't mind the tag championships being a traveling championship but like going brand to brand, like the the women's tag titles. I don't see them doing a Raw and SmackDown women's tag titles, but the men's They tag can titles, barely do a regular women's title. Yeah. Or I, women's tag title. But I think that they should at least fucking combine the titles so that they're only holding one. I think the red and uh, blue straps just look ridiculous. Yeah, they need they need just new title designs, in my mm-hmm. opinion. The, the red and blue tag belts are eyesores, in my opinion. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, so, yeah. Let's go ahead. Uh, NXT Vengeance Day was this past weekend. We're not going to talk about the whole card, um, but we had uh, Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker winning the Dusty Rhodes uh, Classic. Um, I like that team. I assume Breaker is finishing up with NXT. Yeah, he he's uh, been on Raw and SmackDown with contracts. He's going to decide which one to sign. Um, I I want to see Corbin go with him. Honestly, I think it's a fun tag team. Um, and then yep. that's a that's an easy feud right there in a couple months when they want to break them up. <laughs> but they, yeah. can, they can have them push for the tag titles on raw or something and then um eventually lead to a breakup and then breaker could go solo i mean if you wanted to mm-hmm. do that that that's certainly a way they could go about it but yeah i'm I'm excited to see Braun breaker on the main roster regardless absolutely yeah he's awesome 
when I saw him in the the Rumble, I'm like, holy shit, he's kind of tiny, but he's like, he makes up for it when he he like he flies off those tiny. fucking ring ropes. Yeah, like he's mean? he's short. He's like short compared. He to, was like, also in the ring with Omos, dude. No, true. I love Omos. <laughs> I mean, everybody oh, looks Omos? short when Why he's chilling. It? He he's looking at uh, fragrances and whatever the hell else he does on his TikTok. I love I love how he has a fucking anime action figure collection. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, I love his Omos. TikTok is hilarious. I want him on yes. like I want him on TV every week, <laughs> like or at least more often. Omos I like awesome. that they save him for like big shows and yeah. keep him as a special attraction, but they need to use him more like on other pay per views. Like I'm not saying have him overexpose him and have him wrestle a lot, but like use him for more pay per views. Like make him more of a household name. Like I think he's fun, even if he's not a great wrestler. Yeah. I still like him. Like he's I, I he's hope, a much better wrestler than Great Khali was. Yeah, I honestly I hope he's down in the performance center working on it, seeing if he can get better. Like, cause he he could be great. Uh, <laughs> I think he is great. I, I like him for what he is. I like a a big guy doesn't have to be a fucking five star classic wrestler. Like, but no. yeah, he definitely needed a little bit of work. But I want to see more Omos. Um, also on the Braun Breaker front, I want to mention. Uh, he was running the ropes and almost took his own head off. Oh yeah, um, he's crazy. He runs the ropes so fast, and he got his. He went too low and got his head snapped up against the top rope. Looked pretty nasty, but I guess he's fine. So yeah, that could kill somebody. Yeah, it, it almost killed Enzo that one time. Remember? Yep, and um, didn't Darby Allen? He hit his head off the fucking rope a couple weeks ago, and he said he almost broke his neck. Yeah, but that's just Darby. Dude, even though he, probably, he said that, that's just Darby being Darby. I watched that dude a couple days ago. Big Bill caught him on a dive and hit him with the nastiest black hole slam I've ever seen straight onto the concrete. <laughs> I don't care what Darby says. He's still like he, literally Big Bill caught him in midair and slammed him as hard as he could straight on the concrete. Like, Crazy. I don't care. Darby, Darby has done much worse in his in his career. Darby has some new gold on his shoulder. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes here. Um, yeah. Lyra retains her NXT Women's Championship against Roxanne Perez. Um, I don't have her last name written, and I'm not going to. Is it Vi- Valkyria or Valkyria? Valkyria. It's yeah. Valkyria. And Lola Vice was also in this match. Um, oh, yeah, she cashed in. <laughs> yeah, she cashed in her breakout thing, and uh, it became a triple threat. And uh, she did not pull off the heist of the century. Lyra still ended up retaining, which is cool. I'm sure they just didn't plan on Lola Vice being champion anytime soon, so they wanted no. to burn it and then keep pushing her because yeah, they have been pushing her quite a bit. So, for sure, I I could see uh, Roxanne and Lyra having another matchup. Yeah, yeah, I could too, especially with the injury to uh, Cora Jade. They they kind of seem to be the two best women mm-hmm. on the NXT roster now. So, yeah. Um, and then the main event, we had Ilya Dragunov uh, defeating Trick Williams. This match was fucking awesome. Um, and after the match, Carmelo Hayes turns on Trick Williams. Absolutely brutal. Um, what'd you think of that? It was great. Uh, I, I can't wait for Ilya to be on the main roster myself. I think, like, even though he he himself is definitely short. Um, oh, yeah. Especially compared to, like, even Braun Breaker. But he makes up for it in intensity and believability. Um mm-hmm. There's nothing you can't see through anything that Ilya does. Uh, so yeah, I, I love Ilya. Um, I thought the turn was really well executed. They mm-hmm. did the classic uh, show the copyright logo and then do it after that. Um, and then Carmelo with the 
with the reactions. The crowd was going crazy. He sits down in the chair next to Trick. Yeah, I think it works. Um, yeah, I'm glad that I think Carmelo Hayes was a great heel initially in his NXT run, and I think he's going to be a great heel this time too. I prefer him as a heel. Yeah, uh, no, I like him as a heel too, but I I just feel like if he he's too cocky like, even as yeah. a face. You know? No, I agree. I was just kind of worried about the timing with him kind of on the main roster a little bit right now because uh, he's been on SmackDown a lot lately. And I just feel like as a heel, it, like in this time, I think he's going to get kind of like mixed in with like the Grayson Wallers, excuse me, <clears throat> and Austin Theories. And I don't think that's a great look right now. I, I just don't think – I feel like him as a I'm baby I'm not face, entirely sure that he's like fully called up. That might have just been yeah. a little stint. I don't I don't know. Um yeah. Because he obviously still has unfinished business with Trick. Sure. Now, does he do the stand and deliver match with Trick and then go to the main roster after Mania and you have kind of a – you introduce a heel? Sure. Uh, Carmelo Hayes? I mean, I don't know. There's there's a couple different ways I could go about that one. Yeah. Um, and also – I certainly – go ahead. After Mania, there's probably going to be a draft. Maybe he gets drafted to a different show and they mix it up a bit and I think he could fit in a little bit more. Um as a heel on a different show than that, like mid card heel division they have in SmackDown right now. If that makes by the sense. way, they need to they need to just go ahead and do a trade to get Cody to SmackDown if they're going to be doing all this Rock Roman Cody business. Yeah, maybe like LA Knight or um, yeah, which LA which, Knight is the most realistic trade. Yeah. I thought opinion. it was weird that Cody or not Cody, um, Randy Orton, LA Knight, and I don't think AJ Styles was on SmackDown last week. Um, so that was a little weird. Um, they were all nursing their yeah. <laughs> uh, broken hearts and hurt feelings from losing their championship opportunity. It's not a match. It's an opportunity. In opportunity. Yeah. It's an opportunity to get killed by Roman Reigns. Um, but yeah, Vengeance Solo Day. Sokoa, more like. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Vengeance Day was a fun watch. I, I really liked the main event and I'm excited for Trick Williams on the main roster. I think he's going to be a big fucking star. Um, yeah, that presentation without Booker T is severely lacking, though. Especially like the entrance. I, Wade Barrett I really tried his best. <laughs> wasn't even close. Um, no, no. Booker T apparently has some cor- some sort of undisclosed medical situation, but apparently mm-hmm. he'll, he'll be fine and be back right. soon. Right. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe when Trick goes to the main roster, maybe Booker can come back to the main roster for a while. Sure. I, I really like Booker on commentary, and he adds a lot to Trick's entrance. So. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get into some AEW. Um, you want to go ahead and take over on AEW? I guess I will, seeing as how you don't know your ass from your face when it comes to <laughs> AEW. I have two things written down to talk about, but I, I know you have more detailed notes. <laughs> Not really. Um, really just a couple big hitters on for it on the AEW side of the fence. Um, they announced – well, they announced – Tony Khan had a big announcement. It was uh, that they are going to be running the TD Garden in Boston on the 13th of March, and it's a special dynamite, and it's going to be called Big Business. And it's heavily implied that Mercedes Monet will be making her debut at that yeah. show. Um, what, what do you think, Mercedes Monet and AEW? Does this, does this change anything? Is this a needle mover? Does it help? Is it? What do you think? For me personally, no. Um, but I, I feel like for a lot of people it will be Sasha Bank or Mercedes Monet is a big star 
And I think that's great for a, I think that's a huge get for AEW. Um, like she could have went back to WWE, but she's, she's done everything she, there is to do in WWE. Um, so I think her and AEW is a lot more exciting. It's, uh, it's going to be different. Um, yeah, she has had a very small run, um, outside of WWE because she got injured. Um, but I think this is going to be big for her and she has a very, very passionate fan base. And I think that'll be great for AEW. Yeah. Um, I think it'll certainly help the women's division. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see, but I, I think it's cool. Uh, also moving along Wednesday night, they had, uh, it was like a, it wasn't like a special dynamite, but it was certainly a, a better card and a bigger card than mm-hmm. usual. And in the main event, uh, Sting and Darby, they beat uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks, and they are now the tag team champions. Um, I like I mentioned, Darby took that insane bump from uh, mm-hmm. Big Bill to the, on the outside, but I guess he's all right. Sting and Darby, now your champion. Sting also dove off a balcony, by the way, <laughs> like you do when you're 63 years old or however yeah. old he is. Um, yeah. Uh, then, then after they won and confetti was ringing down, uh, Sting's kids got in the ring, his two sons, and out come the young bucks from out of nowhere, and they they were wearing white, and I knew what was next. Uh, they take out Sting's sons, and then they take out they take out Sting and Darby, Darby Blades, and they get blood all over the young bucks, all over their white suits. The young bucks get massive heat. It lasts a painfully long time, which is good because. <laughs> It no, it, it's a good thing because uh-huh. it 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 makes it an uncomfortable watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Sting, this is a guy that's that's going out on his uh as a warrior. He's going out as um one of the all time greats, and this is how the Bucks are trying to spoil the end of his career. So I think this is I think this sets up nicely for a revolution. So I I, I really like the angle. I think it's I think so far they're doing a good job is presenting the young Bucks as unlikable punchable dudes which they already were doing a good job of but now they're leading into it which is great so awesome yeah i can't wait for Jazzwares to release blood and guts young bucks figures in six years um <laughs> when this is completely outdated um right <laughs> yeah that's so, cool I definitely add some yeah, stakes no. to the match at uh at revolution Nice. Thanks for that addition. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I want to, I, I, since you're not a big AEW guy, I kind of want to talk to you about this revolution card and see if any of this piques your interest. Sure. So right now they're doing a CMLL invasion where they're introducing a lot of luchadors. And it's kind of akin to back in the day with WCW where they got mm-hmm. a lot of the AAA guys and introduced them and kind of created their own. They, they created the cruiserweight division, but I think AEW is kind of just, using their talent to get more uh, faces on their show and it helps CMLL get exposure to their guys. And I think a lot of the CMLL guys are very good. Um, so they're, they're kind of in a, in a feud with the BCC right now. And uh, I think so far it's, it's been pretty solid. Um, there hasn't been a ton yet and I don't know exactly where that's headed in terms of revolution, but there definitely will be something around that i think at Re- at revolution so you have you have that the cmll and bcc situation you also have orange cassidy and roderick strong which was already confirmed when the undisputed kingdom was created um you have julia hart and thunder rosa being set up on collision it's almost guaranteed that that's going to be the 
Revolution match for the TBS title. Mm-hmm. You have Copeland versus Christian Cage. Um, the third match in there, uh, I guess it would be Trilogy now for the TNT Championship, which I, I'm excited for the third one. Have you liked their rivalry so far? No, I hated it. Okay, uh, moving on. They all we also have Tony Storm and Diana Perazzo for the women's title that is confirmed for Revolution. Sting and Darby versus the Bucks, and we also have uh, Samoa Joe versus Swerve and Hangman. I want to mention Swerve and Hangman. Um, their dynamite match that I forgot to mention just a minute ago was really good. It went to a 30 minute time limit draw. I hate that they announced five minutes remaining when there was five minutes remaining because that's always a telltale sign that it's yeah. going the distance. I hate that shit, but it went the distance. Um, and we're getting a triple threat, which is the right call. Both guys are mega over, and I think Joe will retain, but I think it'll do all three of them some good. So, so far, that's what Revolution's looking like. And Osprey will be in by then, and I would assume, or, or at least close, and you could maybe see Takeshita and Osprey or something. Sure. So. I, I think that would be a good time for Osprey to come in, uh, whether it's just showing up and maybe attacking someone or face to face with somebody. I think that, like, because his contract, or not his contract, but he, he's finishing up with New Japan around that time. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think- could also see Okada show up at some point at this show and then after that 10 i think 10 days after that show would be the debut of mercedes monet i mean that'd Mm -hmm. be that'd be a lot of great stuff happening for aw in a short period of time so for sure do you think okada's going to aw at this point yes i do Mm -hmm. i i think that okada would have wanted to get in on the road to wrestlemania because i know that that's his main goal if he went to WWE, would be to compete in WrestleMania. Now, could he still go to WWE? Absolutely. I'm not saying that he's not, but I just think at this point, it's more likely that he ends up in uh, AEW. Yeah. So. I mean, his contract with New Japan isn't up yet, so it he wouldn't show up in WWE yet anyway. So I I think I think it ends what? Right. Know, I'm just saying it, that the way that the timeline lines up, I think that it's more – I think it benefits him more – right now to go to AEW than, yeah. than WWE. When's his last bet, uh, date with New Japan? Uh, the 11th. Of February. Yep. That would give him plenty of time to build a WrestleMania match, but I I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But. Um, I, I'm trying to think. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that, I think Okada is uh, AEW bound. I, I don't think that he's going to WWE at this point. I don't think there's any, any, I don't want to say any chance, but I really want to say that there's not really a chance that he goes to WWE because every sign has been pointing towards AEW. I I do have to say real quick, AEW has done a tremendous job, in my opinion, of getting their card kind of set in stone a lot earlier than they Mm -hmm. usually do, which is a great thing. And and it, it's it's a lot better than the week before. You have Excalibur running down a 18 match card that just got <laughs> created last week. Um, what what do you think about them getting this card kind of set in stone? Because I know you don't watch, but I think that their booking overall has improved a lot so far sure. this year. Yeah, I I, th- I think it's definitely good to have um a card set a couple weeks in advance or a month. Um. Yeah, I, I think it sounds like a pretty enjoyable card. Um, I like the idea of Swerve and Hangman being in a triple threat there, but do you think there's potential that 
one of them win? Or do you think Joe, like, does Joe need to have a long reign? Or, like, he's a little bit on the older side. Like, do you think him as a transitional, tra- I can't even talk, I'm sorry. Transitional uh, tra- champion. Yeah, transitional champion. Do you think that's, like, a bad idea. Maybe Swerve could take this. No, you can certainly strike while while the iron's hot on Swerve. Um, but you could also have Swerve and Hangman after you could have Joe win this and then have Swerve and Hangman finally take one or the other out. Preferably sure. Swerve win. Um, I don't want to see Hangman beat Swerve. I want to see it be like Tommy Dreamer and Raven back in the day where Swerve uh where Hangman takes forever to beat Swerve. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool. I also think that Cody and Rollins should go that way too, where it takes forever for Rollins to have to beat uh, Cody. I just like that in wrestling sometimes, the one-sided uh, rivalries. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that you could strike while the iron's hot on Swerve, but I think ha- letting Joe have the title for a little longer and then leading it up to a Joe and Swerve one-on-one match is the way that I would uh, sure. go. Maybe sometime during the summer and have Swerve take it, but Sounds I wouldn't good. hate it. You know, I'd I'd be cool with Swerve winning awesome. the uh, strap, the belt, cool. the the championship, taking his opportunity. So I like it. All right. Well, um, we have a little bit of news to get to, but first, let's go hear a couple words from our friends over at In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is, it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon, just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. And before we get out here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, we're back. In the Marbles of Soda and Ethan, go check them out. But I wanted to say happy birthday, Ethan. His birthday was a couple days ago. Um, honestly, I've forgotten. Snapchat told me. And I was like, fuck, I need to say happy birthday to my buddy, Ethan. You need uh, to sing happy birthday to your buddy, Ethan? Yeah, and I sent him a video. And I sang oh, it to him. No, fuck that. Were, no, you, said, were you wearing clothes? Of course not. <laughs> do, you, do you wear clothes when you sing most, happy Most birthday? Snapchat videos you send me are without clothes, so That's I was just true. asking That's if it was true. the same for everybody. <laughs> or if I got special treatment. I yeah, you get, you get the special treatment, Joe. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> all right, well, let's get into some news here. Um, very fucked up shit going on with Vince McMahon. It sounds like more women are going to come out and uh, with accusations and stuff. John Laurinaitis, um, he was in the lawsuit He's kind of turned on Vince. Um, he basically his lawyer came out and kind of confirmed that that stuff happened, but tried to say Laurinaitis is a victim in all of this, and um, he's just as much of a victim as um, Miss Grant. Uh, pretty pretty suspicious stuff there. Um, but yeah, um, the Bell Twins came out uh, and said how horrible it was. That's their stepdad. Um, but yeah, it's pretty awful. He was doing all this yeah, stuff. And when... isn't isn't their mom like sick? Yeah, she had like cancer, and he's out and there. He's, and he's and yeah, and he's banging chicks in the office. Like yeah, yikes, dude! It Not sounds a good like look. 
Yeah, this is going to get fucking uglier than it currently is, and it's pretty fucking ugly. But yeah. yeah. Um, then we have two uh, bookers that are out of jobs. We have Scott Demore. Triple H and Tony Khan. Yeah. Um, Scott Demore, TNA, fired. Yeah, very, that's very kind of off guard. Yeah, for sure. Um, it sounds like they he wanted to buy TNA apparently, and they didn't accept his offer. Um, they replaced him with some guy who doesn't really know wrestling apparently. Um, Nick Halsman is coming out trying to say that there's he's a, a very bad person, and a lot of stuff happened back in speaking out with the the more um him. That and was Callis. more callous though. Yeah, him and. Him and Callis covered stuff up, but I will mm-hmm. say that every fucking TNA wrestler, including every single one, yeah, especially the female, are all singing his praises. So I don't. It's gonna know. look really bad on that TNA roster if some nasty shit comes out about him. Yeah, I mean, but maybe they didn't. That's know, all pure but... speculation at this point. Yeah, I mean, yes, they they could have like not known, but yeah, this is this is very unfortunate. Um, I don't know. I'll I'll kind of keep a eye on TNA still, but. I was watching them weekly. I think from now on, I'll just kind of keep a bird's eye view. I'm not going to yeah. really, because I really like the direction Scott DeMore was taking them. Like I'll definitely read results and just see what happened mm-hmm. and maybe get back into it, but it definitely kills some of the vibe for me. Yeah. That's, it's unfortunate. I, I'm curious on what's going on. I, I don't, it doesn't seem like it had anything to do with whatever Hausman was alluding to. Um, but yeah, apparently he wanted to like, not only buy TNA, but he wanted more budget to get more stars and and start traveling more and bigger arenas and things like that. And I guess Anthem thought the opposite, that they wanted to cut budgets. So we're about mm-hmm. to see a lesser TNA than what we see now. And I guess I guess renaming it to TNA was kind of the compromise that Anthem and Demore came to. Jeez. That sounds like so. a fucking mess. We um, barely got TNA back, and he—I guess—he wanted a whole lot more, and just couldn't get it. And they, I get, I guess, <laughs> just got tired of his shit and moved him out, and wanted to go somewhere else, new direction. Shit. So, well, curious to see where he lands if he lands anywhere. But um, also Stardom, uh, founder Rossi Agawa, um, has been fired, and um, a lot of rumors about this guy uh, letting WWE poach his talent, talk to his talent before his contract's up. Not allowing Tony Khan to borrow his talent. That that's all the shit that the internet's saying. Who knows what's real? Um, but yeah, he the founder of Stardom's out. Um, Sean Ross Sapp said that he might be WWE bound. He might try and help create um NXT Japan. What do you think? Yeah, about which that? is interesting because I read a report today that um NXT might be sending more people to All Japan to do uh, matches, and Nakajima, All Japan's champion, might be coming to NXT for a few matches. Um, That'd be cool. So I would love to see him and Ilya. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> sorry, that's such a bark-out moment, but that match <laughs> would be sick. Uh, anyways, I, I don't know a ton about stardom. I've tried to get into it. I just can't. Um, I guess this guy was the original founder, sold it once, and then bought it back, but I guess he's a multimillionaire. And he has uh, quite a few of the stardom girls on his side, and he's planning to start his own company. And that's okay. as much as I know right now. I don't know anything about WWE being involved, but I do know that he's planning to start his own new thing. Okay. So. Well, we'll see what happens there. I know stardom. Is stardom owned by New Japan or, or the, the company Bushi Road? Yeah. I, 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 as far as I know, I could be off base, but uh, from what I've been led to believe, they are both owned by Bushi Road. Uh, okay. The big like 
company, kind of like Anthem and TNA type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's out of a job. Um, WWE Speed officially announced. We talked about it earlier. Five minute time limit matches on X.com Twitter. Pretty cool. Um, interested to see if any big names are on that. I, I doubt it. Uh, and then the yeah. last thing here is uh, Brock Lesnar. He was named in that lawsuit we talked about earlier. Um, is he was he pulled from 2K24? Uh, he was pulled off the cover. Um, and he's pulled um, off of... Well, he was only on the Legendary Edition. Yeah, the, like, he's yeah. only a tiny portion on the Collector's Edition. Well, he was one so. of the bigger faces. They they uh, took him off and made John Cena bigger. Um, so you can see John Cena now. Which, to be fair, I mean, yeah. <laughs> John, John Cena deserves to be as big as possible on the cover anyways. He's, yeah, I agree. He's been a bigger part of Mania than Brock anyways, so it's not yeah. a huge deal. Well, Brock Lesnar was also pulled off of uh, WWE Supercard. So I'm right. curious to see if he makes the the roster on WWE 2K24, which comes out. I gotta imagine that he does because I not only could I, I definitely know that he's got to be in the showcase at least a match or two, mm-hmm. at least you know, like Taker and Brock, Brock and Roman at WrestleMania 38, Brock and uh, Roman Angle. at WrestleMania 31 with Seth. Yes, Angle and Brock. Like there's there's like six or seven really good like Brock Mania matches that you hope to play but with him with it coming out that he was a part of the lawsuit we don't know as far as how involved he was blah blah there's still a lot to be determined legally there but i i don't think that they would be able to pull him this late in the development because i could also see him being part of the story mode the my rise i could see him being part of a lot of things and that'd be a lot to try to do right at Mm -hmm. the last minute i i definitely think that they just pulled him off the cover to avoid bad PR and yeah. he's still in the game, just not going to be promoted. Like we won't yeah. see screenshots or anything, but he'll still be in there. Yeah. If he, um, if he's in my rise and the uh, showcase mode, then I definitely see him saying if he's not, then I think they could easily remove him before the game comes out. Um, sure. But I could almost guarantee you the modders would be able to pull him out and put him back. Oh, in the game. absolutely. <laughs> they could, they, they've been, I've seen modders port like all starters guys into. Yeah, that's crazy. Like they could do whatever they want. So, yes, Brock would absolutely be modded in. And Brock Music is. Music and all. So. Yeah, he's one of the most fun to play as, too. So. Yeah, um, yeah. That, just speaking in a game standpoint, it would suck to lose Brock because not only is there a lot of big mania moments for other guys mm-hmm. that I would like to play out, um, specifically the streak and the uh, Rollins um, cash in or moment at WrestleMania 31. Those two stick out um, for me. But yes, he absolutely is one of the most fun characters to play as, his moveset. So. Did they do a Brock Lesnar showcase a couple years ago? Uh, are you, oh, you're talking about seventeen, aren't you? Uh, uh, well, all no. I know is I feel like him and uh, Kurt Angle was um, like pulled from something. I forget what showcase that was. I don't know. Uh, but, it but was, was definitely a... in the. It was definitely going to be in the thirty years of WrestleMania, but Kurt was still yeah. part of TNA. So, oh, okay. I'm thinking of something else. It might have been a. Ray Mysterio match with Kurt Angle. Um that his, probably his was it. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I don't know. We'll see if he's pulled from the game. It comes out in a couple weeks. We will yeah, be talking, we'll know soon. Yeah, we'll be talking a lot of 2K24. We'll probably have handsome Zach on the show again to talk about. Who is at SmackDown tonight? So yeah. hopefully he has a hell of a time. Lucky him. So. All right. So we're not doing a top five, but I figured since it's the one year anniversary, and on the first episode we did this segment, we're gonna bring back. Guess the wrestler. 
Um, it's the long-awaited return. <laughs> yeah, I, it's probably been at least forty episodes since we've done this segment. We used to, uh, first couple episodes we did it. Um, it's a fun little segment. Uh, I I'm gonna think of a wrestler. Yeah. You're gonna ask questions, and you're gonna try and guess the wrestler. Um, uh, we could say it's gonna be a minute, but we'll just we'll time it in our heads. We'll, do, we'll just yeah, we'll just go with the flow. Um, yeah. since I since. I, it's your game, and I don't remember some of the best questions to ask. I'm going to let you ask questions first about my guy, and okay. then I'll do the same. After. I don't. I don't remember a lot of great questions either, but it, it'll be interesting. All right, shoot from the <laughs> hip. Let's see what you got. Let's All see if right. you can figure it out. Okay, sounds good. Um, I'll just start. Is he an active wrestler, or are they an active wrestler? No. All right. Did they wrestle in the '90s? Yes. They wrestled in the 2000s. Yes. 2010s? No. All right. Wrestle for the WWE? Yes. Um, they wrestle for TNA? No. WCW? Yes. Okay. Um, have they ever been a champion? Yes. World champion? No. United States champion? No. Intercontinental champion. No. Is it a male or a female? It is a male. Huh. Tag team. They champion? have won. They have won several um, championships in wrestling. Yes. Tag team tag champion. champion. Uh, WWE tag team championship. No. So WCW tag team championship. Also, what other tag team championship in their career? Huh. Both with the same partner. Both with the same partner. And only wrestled in the... They wrestled in the 80s? Yes. So 80s, 90s, 2000s. Tag team champion. Forgot how hard this uh, this can be. I think I think I got your ass with this guy. I think you might because it's not really uh, the 2000s tag team wrestler i'm assuming it's go t- get off a tag team get off get the tag, off tag team, team. All yes right. hall of fame you do not know this guy as a tag teamer um i don't know he i don't think so i will verify that that is not something i know off the top of my head for him okay i'll verify but i don't think so Sing no singles championships uh yes no, there are there were there were single championships He is more known as a singles guy, and yes, he won singles championships. Fuck, okay. He has won a singles championship in three different major promotions. Holy shit. Three (laughs) different major promotions. Japan? Yeah. No. So he wasn't in TNA, not in AEW, WWE, WCW. Yes, in AEW, but not as a wrestler. That should help you a lot. That might help a lot. Huh. Might confuse me more. (laughs) <laughs> not, not as a wrestler, but didn't wrestle in the 2010s or 2020s. No, he has been retired. Huh. You once I once you tell me, I'm gonna be like, oh my, no, no shit. Right, right, right. Because especially because I feel like this is narrowed down. I will, I will tell you the third promotion that you're missing. ECW is the oh, third promotion that you're missing. Shit. EC Jerry Lynn. Close. No. Singles champ. 
It's right on the tip of your tongue. I know you're close. It has to be. It has to be. And who the fuck is be, in there? You, you, you think probably you, you would probably think mostly WCW with this guy. WC. I'm gonna give up. I'm tapping out. It is Dean Malenko, the ah. Iceman, the master of a thousand holds. <laughs> yeah. He is a uh, former tag team champion with Chris Benoit, once in ECW oh. and once in WCW. Wow. And he has also won the United States Championship in WCW once. The cruiserweight title four times in WCW, the television title in ECW twice, and the light heavyweight in the world heavy in the World Wrestling Federation Federation okay. two times. So you 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 said United States champion, but I knew you meant WWE. So I didn't yeah, I yeah. didn't say yes. So I wouldn't have. I don't think WWE I thing. ever would have got that because really uh, you don't think yeah. you would have got Dean Malenko, huh? Pro- probably not. No, oh. <laughs> I like it. Well, that's that, right. that, That's what's fun. That that was fun. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like he was obscure, but but not like so obscure that it was impossible. Like he was still a big big deal. So yeah, no, I like it. Uh, I picked a pretty obscure one too. So okay, all right. I'm ready when you are. All right. Is this wrestler a male or female? Male. Figured. Uh, did they wrestle in the 1980s? No. 1990s. No. 2000s um probably not 2010s they did wrestle in the 2000s and they did wrestle in the 2010s okay uh 2020s yes 2020s okay uh so i'm looking at 2000s but probably late 2000s 2010s and 2020s Mm -hmm. um have they ever been wwe champion no have they won any championships in wwe nope Okay, have they ever worked for WWE? Nope. Okay, have they worked for AEW? Yes. Okay, have they won gold in AEW? No. I thought they did, but they did not. Okay, okay, okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, that really surprises me. Wow. Um, trying to think of more questions I could ask. AEW guy that has wrestled since the twenty in the twenty tens. So it's got to be a younger, newer guy. It, so he wrestled in the two thousands a little bit. Twenty tens, twenty twenties. Yeah. Okay. And debuted in two thousand six, but that was probably like shitty indies, like local indies. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um. I'm trying to think of like big name guys that have wrestled, but then you said obscure. So, but I, every guy that's coming to mind for um, AEW is like been champion. Yeah. So, uh, is it Jack Evans? Nope. Um, I mean, I feel like that was a pretty good. I would answer, say it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's not that obscure, but it's pretty obscure when it comes to um, AEW okay. members. Okay, is it? Dang, everybody that I'm like, I almost said Brian Gage, but then he's he's been six man champion, <laughs> you know. So it's it's hard to, especially since they haven't worked for WWE. That yeah. really throws it off. Um, I'm on their Wikipedia, and they have a lot of championships, but they're all like indie, Like, is it Chuck Taylor? No. Is it Colt Cabana? Nope. 
Wow. Okay. Uh, in the 2010s, 2000s. See, the 2000s is also what throws it off because yeah. I'm thinking young on this roster. I'm not uh, thinking I, – I need to be thinking somebody that's older. Um, Mid-30s. Is it, is it Ethan Page? It is Ethan Page. Wow. Yeah. Ethan Page. So the only All reason right. I picked yeah, Ethan that, Page. That would, I should have <laughs> asked the TNA thing. The yeah, TNA that, that's what I was waiting for. A lot there. Oh, yeah. wow. I should have definitely asked TNA. I was only <laughs> thinking AWWE. But you but, still got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just thinking of like middle-aged guys. That have been <laughs> on the AEW roster, and then what really helped was that they had wrestled in the twenty in the two thousands a mm-hmm. little bit. So that would have been like what two thousand eight, two thousand nine. It couldn't have been very yeah. early in the two. Yeah, he right? debuted in two thousand six, but like I said, it was probably just like shitty local indies. Like right, probably, right. He didn't make a name for himself till probably the mid twenty tens. Sure. But yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that was a random one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what made you think Ethan Page? So I have all my lapel pins that I've collected over the years in front of me. because Uh, I was was going through them. And I have this weird one of him and his dogs. I don't know where I got it. So. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I was like, oh, Ethan Page. I'll pull him out because he's kind of random. So, yeah, that was fun. I came up with Dean because I was playing WCW NWO World Tour um, like a week ago. And I played as Dean Malenko. Nice. And I was like, man, this dude's badass. I've always thought he was sick. I have a Dean Malenko shirt that I wear all the time. I, I love Dean Malenko. Um, sucks that he, that he had zero charisma. So, <laughs> And he yeah. was short. And he I, was like, had a terrible hairline. And he, no, it was all sorts of things <laughs> that were going against him. But he was like the best fucking wrestler ever. Him and like Bret Hart, technician-wise. Or, uh, anyways. I kind of forgot he was with AEW as an agent. Yeah, that see, that's kind of what I think threw you off a little bit was the yeah. AEW uh, inclusion there. Yeah. So. so I remember he was. At we the we need to we just start doing that game some more. Yeah, I like doing I like that. that. Game. Me too. All right. Well, that's our that's our one year episode episode fifty two. Wow. Um, yep. And then we're and, and and the show one year later is ending just how it began. The Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. There you go. Go Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Um. WWE posted a video today uh, with their like golden cha- like WrestleMania championship they have uh, like going mm-hmm. to, like around all these celebrities like Jason Kelsey, Kylie Kelsey, Flava Flav had it, um, Miles Teller had it. It was strange. It was the cool. only man that can wear a clock like Flava Flav is Boogeyman. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny. All right, well that's our episode. Do you have anything to add before we end the show? Not anymore. Not after I uh, added the little Chiefs tidbit. All right. But, uh, well, yeah. Hope everybody enjoys SmackDown and listens to this show sometimes this weekend. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for many more years on Stolen Gimmicks. So at least a couple more weeks. All right. At, well, le- thank- at least a week. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go check out our podcasting friends, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. We got Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin. We got In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan and the Three Brews Podcast. Go check them out. And yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine.